Hey guys, it's Izzy here. Finally filming a podcast episode. I did one like maybe two weeks ago and the app just had no, like it wasn't anywhere on the app and I'm like, what happened to it? And I was very frustrated. And so hopefully that doesn't happen this time. So the microphone isn't going to be as good as my previous ones because I'm doing this on my phone because the computer is where I had the issues and on the computer is where I use professional like microphones. So I'm sorry if it does not sound good. But today we are looking at all of the books that I have read in February. Now we still have eight days left so I um, might finish some more books but as of right now these are the books that I finished and the books that I'm currently reading but first we are going to talk about the ones that I have finished. So the first one I finished is Follow Me Back. And if you guys would like the description of any of these books, be sure to check out my TBR video that I did at the start of the month on my YouTube channel, which is the same as my name on here. Um, but okay, so follow me back. And this was a three star. It was average. Um, so let's talk about the characters. So it is a great feeling to read about a character who struggles with the same mental illness that I do. This is why representation is so important. So I think the author did a great job showcasing agoraphobia. I but so those were the positives, not the negatives. I really didn't like Eric as a character, and I'm not sure if that was intended or not. And I think the majority of the characters in this book were toxic, except the main character and then her therapist. I don't think they were toxic. They were the only ones who weren't. But yes, my main thing here was the representation for agoraphobia, and this has helped my own um, mental health um, journey by being like, if this character can do this, I can also do that with exposure therapy and so on. So let's talk about the atmosphere. Um, the atmosphere played little to no part in the story. I don't really have anything to say for it. It takes place in Midland, Texas for the most part which is somewhere I've been, um, so I am well aware of what Midland is like, but you don't really get anything about that in this book, except it's West Texas, it's hot, I've only been in winter, so I can't say that, but yeah, just like that kind of thing, um, yeah. So then the writing, the writing was typical and what I expected, however, the dialogue was a bit unrealistic, the way the characters spoke to one another just um, is not how teens speak to each other. This came out in, I think, 2015, so I was 16 when this book came out. So the characters were a few years older than me, um, like two years older than me. And they just did not sound like teenagers. Like, nobody is saying sweetheart or sweetie pie or whatever, like, tweeting Harry Styles saying that because it's about... Um, a pop icon or whatever so maybe more like in my head I was picturing Justin Bieber um <laughs> that's just who I thought this guy sounded the most like and um nobody is calling Justin Bieber sweetie pie like no that that's unrealistic as somebody who has been a part of fan culture in the past now it's just it's not realistic so the plot the plot was unique and I think that if you have ever partaken in fan culture, then you will enjoy it. The book really shows the mental aspects of what it does to fans and then the public figure alike. And I think that's really important. Because I had never really thought about that. About um, fans projecting their own feelings and whatnot onto the celebrity or um, public figure. And 
what effect that must have on the celebrity as well. And then maybe as a fan comparing yourself to that person. Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously there's been so many cases of um, cele- celebrities getting stalked or whatever by fans and all that. There's a lot of mental things that go on in fan culture. And it's one of the reasons why I really got away from fan culture is just because seeing how much people worship other people I just thought that was very it was too much um and this is coming from somebody who was a directioner a believer at some point in their lives I was like 12 though um which I still obviously like their music but I just I don't partake in the fan culture I think it's extremely toxic to be honest um not all fan bases are toxic I've only come across a few, um, but like those big ones, like One Direction, Justin Bieber, um, I do think can be very toxic, but obviously there are good people there as well. So let's talk about a romance book that I read now. This is Meet You in the Middle. I gave it a four star. A lot of people in Goodreads do not like this book, but I liked it. So this is the first romance that I've read where none of the characters annoyed me. There are some situations where I wish they would have reacted differently, but it's okay. I love the Washington setting, but I wish we would have gotten out of the office more. And the... I can't read my handwriting. The the writing lagged slightly in the middle. And the plot was what I wanted to read at the moment. And I I wanted something with politics. And, um... This brings up a lot of interesting points in dating today. And if you're somebody who's dated in Washington, I do think it is realistic for that. Um, But yeah, this brings up points of can you date somebody who is like the opposite political party as you? Now, I think obviously in a Washington setting where you are working on Capitol Hill and whatnot, that is different than somebody, let's say in small town USA, being a Republican, being a Democrat or, you know, vice versa. Um... Yeah, is that doable? Um, personally, I really don't know. I think in this book it worked well, um, because I don't think I don't think the guy was really really extreme in his ways. The girl, I don't know if I would say extreme, but she is more into her ways than he was. Um, but yeah, I do think this is really interesting. Just thinking about those points of how divided politics are in the United States, and if it is possible to date somebody who does not share the same beliefs as you, beliefs as you, and everything, I thought that was interesting to look into. So then I read Night Spinner, which is a young adult fantasy novel. I gave it a three star. Um, so the characters in this could have. Um, come out of any other young adult fantasy novel. They're one-dimensional and interchangeable. I've already, like, forgotten a lot lot about this one, and I only read this um, literally two weeks ago, so that's kind of (laughs) bad. The atmosphere, so the world building would have been better if there was a map included, because there's a lot of, like, traveling in it. We get lots of names of town thrown at us, and maybe what kind of ecosystem the location has. Um, but we could have received so much more. So as I said, there was a lot of traveling. And I'm like, I don't know if this is a one-day trip or if it's a six-month six month trip. So I was, I think this would have been better for me if there was a map. Um, as I'm somebody who is a visual learner. Um, so I would have preferred if there was a map for that. 
so the writing the writing was the high point or high part of the story it was descriptive but not too much to bog down the reader if the writer ever makes an adult book i might give it a chance so I feel like adult fantasies is better than YA, but that is because I am an adult, so obviously that would appeal more to me. Um, so if they do do an adult novel, I will check it out. And there's another book by the South actually on my TBR that is more of a historical fiction, but still YA, but I am more willing to give YA historical fiction a chance than I am fantasy. So the plot did not intrigue me. It's overdone. I didn't connect with it and it was fine until the end. The ending just made me angry. Didn't like the ending of this one. So now we have another romance. This is a new release romance and it is the roughest drop. So I only felt chemistry between these characters and the flashback scene of their first meeting. There was tension, but I don't see a lasting relationship here. So I love the Key Largo setting. The writing was a bit all over the place. Like, just chapter-wise, I don't know. We wouldn't really get a resolve to an end of a chapter. We would just skip ahead. Um, I like the plot of this being a writing duo, but this the story glorified cheating, and I think it painted the um, other partners that these characters had as just plain evil. Um, and not Nobody, I think, is 100% evil or 100% pure. Um, so I do think that it did glorify cheating. So let's go to our next one, and that is These Old Shades. This is a historical romance. If you can't tell, I really focused on romance this month as we did have Valentine's Day. So the characters were all right, and I had no problem with them. However, the side characters had no depth to them, and the main two are very reminiscent of those in Jane Eyre, which is probably on purpose. I would say the author did take inspiration from that. Um, the atmosphere was one of the strong points in this novel. The setting was well researched, and I just I love that um, re- Regency era. But I really like it in France, so and that's where um, some of our story takes place. So the writing is where the story falls down in ranking. It was hard to tell who was speaking the dialogue, and there was also a bit of head jumping as we went from character to character. And there were pacing issues, like in the first 10% of the book, and then the last 25%. So the middle was fine, but the beginning and end was kind of confusing. Um, So now the plot. So the plot is the other strong piece here. It was enjoyable to read, but albeit predictable. That did not take away from my reading experience, though. And the romance can be debatable, um, it was a bit one-sided, and I think there are several red flags here, but I will be continuing this series. I think it continues with the children of the couple in this book. So then I read The Dill, which is a popular book by L. Kennedy, and I gave it a 5 out of 5 stars. So the characters are some of the most realistic that I have read in the genre, and that's romance. Hannah is overcoming the trauma from a rape and finding herself again, whereas Garrett wants people to actually get to know him as more than just a cool hockey guy. I enjoyed the college setting, as most romances are about people a few years older, but here they are around my age. The dialogue annoyed me at times, but it was realistic, and that is how people talk. Overall, I really enjoyed this book, and I am so glad that it is not overhyped. It is perfectly hyped and lives up to that hype. I'm really happy about that. 
So let's talk about the two books that I am currently reading. So I'm currently reading Medici Ascendancy by Matteo Struckel. This is a book that is translated from Italian. Um, so I think the writing is immersive and it's easy to read even though it's translated. I know some people are scared reading translated work feeling like it's going to be a difficult read, but I don't think that is an issue here. But the sex scenes are very awkwardly written. Um, just the terms they're using and all. But I do think that could have fallen in translation. That could be the issue there. So I do think this book is choppy and might not be good for someone with background knowledge on the Medici or on the Renaissance time period. So I would recommend doing some research. Um, I especially recommend watching the Netflix show. Um, Medici for this book I would re watch Medici Masters of Florence before reading the book and I do think that would give you some good background knowledge and then the um, what is this yeah this is I don't know how to describe this but writing where your senses are really at play like it's really descriptive in like the way a room smelt or the way something looked. I do think that is really good in writing and I think it really immerses the reader. Um, but I will say the plot does kind of drag as it goes on. It just feels longer and longer the more you get into the story. Um, and then my biggest thing here, and it's something that I saw in the reviews, is the side characters are actually stronger than the main characters here. And my, so my favorite characters in this are Swartz and Lorisi. I'm not sure how to um, pronounce that. But I, they're like assassin characters and I'm really liking them. So then I am reading a, another romance and that is The Siren of Sussex by Mimi Matthews. So in this, I think the characters are very interesting. We have Evelyn who is coming to make her debut into London society. And she's coming from a small town in Sussex and she has a lot of weight on her shoulders because her doing this will help her sisters find matches in the future and just give her and her family overall a better life. And then we have Ahmad who is um, part Indian, part British. And he came to England when he was very young from India because his mother died and he had to live with his aunt and his cousin who the aunt was um, in a relationship with a British soldier and the aunt passed away from sickness so he had to move with the British man and his cousin back to London and um, eventually the man dies, the British one, so Ahmad is left taking care of his younger cousin so they are both, and he is a um, dressmaker. So they are both have the weight of taking care of their younger female family members on their shoulders. And then this book is, um, it is well researched. And the thing that I find interesting about it is, um, so this this is like a hundred years before, like the swinging sixties, you know, which I really love. London in the 1960s. So we have here, this would be like the great grandparents or the grandparents. Yeah, the great grandparents of those people. And just how we have, we're talking about Victorian fashion and all in this and Mayfair and all of that. And I think that's really interesting comparing to London in later times. So I think this atmosphere is very well researched and it is, uh, yeah. <laughs> so the writing, this is the best writing that I've read in a romance. 
Um, yeah, that's all I have to say for that. And then the plot, I this plot sounds interesting an idea, but on page I am finding it boring. It's dragging along and it's the chapters are long. So that just makes me all the more bored. I find myself skimming and yeah, so I was gonna say something else, but I can't remember. I'm sorry, I have a migraine while I'm filming this. I don't know if I said that, but I do. And but I'm like, I have to get this done. Um yeah, so that that's all I oh, the thing it's interesting. We see a lot of racism and classism and all of that, and I think those are really interesting points. And I do remember what else I was gonna say. That this reads more of a historical fiction than a historical romance. So don't read this expecting a ton of romance, a ton of steamy scenes. No, you're not gonna get that. But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Be sure to tune in for future weeks because I will be doing this and hopefully I get more listens because so far I haven't. But that is why we have to keep trying. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to give me a follow and be sure to check out my YouTube channel, which is Izzy Rain, I-Z-Z-Y-R-A-I-N on YouTube. And bye!